Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. Remain standing because we're going to read the scripture together. So I bring you the memory verse. Please don't forget this memory verse. And then we'll read the Bible references for today. The memory verse I need you all to take home today is taken from the book of Proverbs chapter 20, verse 29. Proverbs 20, 29. It simply says, the glory of a young man or woman, let me add that, is their strength. Gray hair is the splendor of the old. But the glory you have now is your strength. So guys, if I may, I employ the technical guys to help me pull up Ecclesiastes chapter 3. We're going to read together from verses 1 through 8. So I'll take the first verse. You'll read the second and I'll take the third. We'll do it like that and then we'll read the last verse together. Amen. Are you already there? Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through, hallelujah. I believe I'm using the NLT so that we do this quick. Are we there? Are we all there together? Good. It says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. You read verse 2. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Verse 6. And verse 7 says, a time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. And together, verse 8, a time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. It's an hour of ages. We thank you for the entrance of your word. For the entrance of your word gives life and it brings understanding. It simply illuminates every darkness, O oh God, and simply send them into oblivion. We ask this morning, Spirit of God, that you come, do what you do best. And then when you are done, please, all the glory we freely give back to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Please, you may be seated. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise be God. This is a beautiful setup. Um, you don't bring somebody like me with, with this kind of a guise and don't expect me not to sing. I, I try to discipline myself. But let me start by saying a humongous thank you to the leadership of this um, awesome group, The Gap. Amen. I mean, I don't take this for granted at all because Paul wrote Timothy and he said to him, let nobody play or undermine your youth. I may be a pastor, but it will be a failure on my side if I don't honor or give respect to people who respect our due. So to the leadership of this group, the Lord bless you all. The volunteers, I must confess you guys are doing way beyond our imagination. But I pray that greater heights you all are going in Jesus' name. 
in the 20 minutes I have, I've got to deliver to you a message I believe the Holy Spirit had laid on my heart uh, titled, Understanding Your Time and Season. Understanding Your Time and Season. We just read um, a memory verse and then the scripture. The memory verse says, what you have now working for you is your strength, your vigor. Uh, for the brothers, the biceps, the tricep, and the whole steps. Hallelujah. And for the ladies, your beauty, your smile, your charisma. I thought the ladies would say thank you. It's, but it goes deeper than that. Amen. And then we jumped and read the book of time. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1 through 8. It says with all this glory that is strength in you now. Say there come a time it all shifts. Amen. We read out there how there is a time to be silent. And then there is a time to speak as loud as you can. Amen. But then what is time? What is season? Because I've got very few minutes to do this and I've got to do it quick and good. What is time? And this is my definition of time. Time is the totality of human existence on this realm or side of life. Do you understand that? Time is the totality of your existence on this earth. Yeah? It covers your past, your present, and your future as a whole. That simply tells us that there is one realm here and there's another realm known as the spiritual realm. In other words, and I'm sure you all know already, that the spiritual realm governs what we see here on earth. Yes or no? I'm glad you know that. Then what is season? Season is the breakdown of the different activities or faces Time will allow you and I to spend here on earth. Do you understand? While time deals with the time you have or the capacity or the allowance you are given to dwell here on earth. Season, on the other hand, focuses on the things you are able to do, accomplish, achieve. The things where you will fail at, the things you will be victorious on or at. That's season for you. Amen. Just as you and I know that this planet Earth, at least here in America, we've got four seasons. Am I correct? We've got four seasons where you have the spring, the summer, the autumn, and the winter. That same way, human being has four seasons. I'm doing this because I feel the Lord has brought me here to encourage somebody. I sense one or two of us are lacking behind. The Lord has told me to tell you it's time to wake up and move. Mm. The first season of every one of us here, myself included, covers from birth to high school. And you guys will identify as I explain. This stage, you are totally dependent on your parents, true or false. When you are giving birth to, can you do anything by yourself? Good. People take and make decisions for you. People are there but to guard and to guard you. They are always correcting and directing you in the way they believe that you should go. True or false? Please don't get upset with them. Because it's scriptural. Proverbs 2 verse 6. Proverbs 22 6 says, 
train up a child in the way he or she should go. And when he or she is old enough, he or she will not depart from it. The second season. The second season covers from college, graduating from college, to settling into marriage. This stage, at this stage, you literally have full control, seemingly. Because <laughs> if you had the kind of parents I have, even after graduation, hallelujah, you're still their baby. <laughs> Don't tell them I said so. But at this stage, you take decision. You make the decision. And whether you like it or not, every decision you take or make affects you, affects your folk, affects the entire family. True or false? So if any of you suddenly wakes up and say, I want to travel the world, how many of you think your parents will be happy suddenly? Because that decision will affect everything they have in store and planned for you. Amen? The third stage. I'm going somewhere. Please, as I explain the stages, I need you to identify where you are at. Because I have come to learn that the same way all the fingers are not equal, everybody can never be at the same stage at the same time. But wherever you are at, be resolute in your mind that you are destined to move forward. Amen. The third stage covers from marriage to bearing the next generation. This stage, at this stage, everything you were taught and you have learned both in the first and second seasons of your life circles right back to the beginning. Because at this stage, what you were done, what they did to you in the beginning, you have to do it to others. Because now at this stage, you're becoming parents. So at this point, let me stop before I tell you the third stage because I'm, I sense in my spirit for these people I'm speaking to and probably those online, this is predominantly where most of you are. You've come out of college and you were literally trying to grapple, get a good job. You are in a relationship. You're looking forward to where you get married. But then this is also the stage where most of the hearts, the pain, the unforgiveness, this is a stage where you reminisce of all the bad things people have done to you. One or two of you here, you're feeling very upset and you're not happy with your parents. But I'm here to tell you, you cannot afford to keep carrying such things. Because it'll do you a great harm. It'll hinder you. It'll hamper you from moving into what God has in store. This stage is where the fullness of your strength, that glory we spoke about in the beginning... This is where it manifests. This is where you implement everything you've ever learned. Because at this stage, you've gone through the challenge. People have questioned your Christianity. You've gone into college. People have dared to tell you what you were taught is not it. But somehow, for some reason, you came out and you are still standing. And that's why you're here today. Tell me that when you got to college, your Christianity was not questioned. Tell me when you got to college, you didn't take time out to party yourself silly. I dare you. But now you are out of college and you are so resolute. You are clear in the direction you want to go to. But I'm here to highlight, do not allow the past to be the yardstick with which you live your present. If there's anybody like that under the sound of my voice, you are not happy with your parents. Please forgive them. 
have 15 minutes more. Please forgive them. Understand that your parents only acted out of what they know. What you know is what you leave off. The beauty of all of this is that now you know better. The mistake they made, you're about to become a parent yourself. Do not make them. But if you don't forgive them, I'm telling you from personal experience, you will do the same and you will do worse. It's not a curse. Just that's, that's just how the way life is. I'm telling you because I've experienced it all. I've had children, young adults that I had to cancel. They wanted to study something else. Their parents wanted them to study something else. Some have gone off to do what they want to study. Some studied what their parents wanted them to study. But they are miserable. That kind of a heart don't go easily. You've got to take a decision to say, I've got to let go. Because get who gets hurt the most is you. You are the one burying the body. You are the one who know how bad you feel. But you are here in the presence of God. There is liberty. There is freedom. Let it go. The time you have for this era is so short. Yet this third season of your life is the most important of your life. Because whatever you do in this third season is what sets the premise for the last season. Your fourth season. Your fourth season covers... The ending of nurturing of the children. In other words, at this point, your children have graduated. But it also announces the time of death. We'll all die. Don't get scared. Because we don't like talking about it. I'm not here to talk about it. But I'm saying, your thought season, where your strength and your vigor is, where you can carry things, you can move, you can go all night without getting tired. It's where the grace and power of God is meant for you to use and you sob like never before. Chase God like crazy. Oh, pursue God like crazy. If you don't know him, dare to know him and see. Psalm 34 verse 8. Psalm 34 verse 8. It says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. It didn't stop there. Say, blessed is the man who trusts in God, it is a trust in man. Because man at their best is still feel the rag. Same as if it's only these people. Let me talk to you now. <laughs> the height, the peak of the best of man is still nothing compared to what God has in store. And I'm talking about the least thing God has in store for you. Man at the best, we want you to do what we want you to do. But then God said in Jeremiah 1, if you read verse 4 and 5, Jeremiah 1, 4 and 5, God said to Jeremiah, before your father and your mother came together, I knew you. He knew him in the spiritual realm because he created him. He's the one who made sure the mud came together to give him a flesh. He said, I have created you to be something, a prophet. What were you created for? Why were you created? This thought season is where you exhibit. You showcase every strength God has put in you. And I come today to tell you anything hindering you from moving into it, the hand of God break it now in Jesus name. You are destined to be above only and not beneath. You are created to be first and not last. So anything moving contrary to the will of God, I rebuke in the name of Jesus. I've come to tell somebody you, you'd experience once in a while there are people who 
are constantly angry. People who are constantly, there's nothing you do that is ever correct or good enough. In the past, I used to get upset with them. Why don't you understand? I only found out recently it's because they don't, they don't know their season. They don't know the season they are in. And you already know where you are. You are very resolute at where you are. I found out, don't get angry at them. Because they honestly don't know. But with stillness and the quietness, laced in the place of prayer, they came to you because you might just be the key they need to open them into the new place. So you see, your assignment is always going either forward or backward. When your strength is full, it's your responsibility to pull someone who is behind forward. Hallelujah. And somebody who is overspeeding to reel them back. This is how you know, as I round up in 10 minutes, this is how you know the people who are in their timing and in their season. The first characteristic is that you find them, they are always standing. They are so sure in themselves, so resolute, that people refer to them as being proud. Does that sound familiar? Okay. Okay. So, thank you, Holy Spirit. They are always alone. So, while the tide is flowing south, you see them going north. They never move with the crowd. I'm sure they call them nerds. <laughs> they are thinkers. They are leaders. They hardly follow. So you find out, why can't you just obey simple instruction? The reason is simply because in the instruction you've given, they've seen a fault. But it is harder for them to tell you, what you want me to do, there is a fault. So they stand. They are not being rebellious. They just know something you don't know. And they don't know if you are willing to learn. Help me look at your neighbor on your right and on your left. Tell them be open enough. Be open enough. Be willing to learn. I'll be 49 next month. But still, yes. Oh, hold on, hold on. I, I, thank God, thank God. Hold on, I'm not old. Come back, come back. I have people who monitor my life. Yesterday, yesterday, I still had two young men that if you take their ages out of my age, at least I'm 15 years still older than them. But both of them tore me to pieces. And when they were done, they pissed me back. And today I'm a better man. Never be afraid to accept or receive correction from people you are older than. If I did not learn anything, I learned this one. And I pray we parents will understand. You can never send a child to college and expect the child to come back the same way they went to college. Oh, oh you are there. Okay, on behalf of the parents, I apologize. You must understand that for parents, it's not as easy as you think to. For us, you're always our baby. My son is 16. He's taller than me. <laughs> he, pro he promised me that once I get taller than you, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> if my strength can't catch him, I can bite him. 
Don't tell him. But hey, hey, let's go where we're going. The wisdom of the stage is you might have people you are leading. The scripture says, be slow to speak, but quick to listen. The first characteristics of those who know their time and season is that you see them, they're always standing. They are confident in their God. They are resolute in their mind. Are you confident in Jesus? Are you resolute that this Jesus can take you beyond what you can dream, hope, or desire? The second thing you find out, the second characteristics you find out about people who know their timing and season is that they stand out. <laughs> they have an understanding of who they are. They are confident in their skin. They know the kind of friends they roll with. In other words, they don't roll with just anybody and everybody. I learned that yesterday from this younger man. Two of them are here. You know, one of them said to me, Pastor, Pastor. Let me use the English. Yourselves will say, Pastor, Pastor, you know, don't let them see you finish. See finish. So don't let any Tom, Dick, and Harry just call you up. I need you here. And then you are there. I need. No, no, no. Where is your time? Your time is precious to you. Stand out. When people call you up, oh God, I hope the parents are not listening. Aunties, brothers, and I went through it. I got married. My older sister just calls out of nowhere. Hey, Gabriel, I need you here. Says, I'm married. I'm going out to lunch with my wife. True story. She told me the story of the day I was given birth to. How she pampered and nursed me and changed my diapers. She told me everything and I allowed her. And when she was done, I said, Auntie, that's absolutely true. But now I'm married. It wasn't too bad. We just didn't speak for six months. She got the message though. From that day when she calls, she asks, Please, are you available? So people who know their time and season don't just stand. They stand out. Those are people you refer to as light tower. They don't roll with the crowd. The crowd come to them. Uh, oh Lord. Has anybody met Jesus Christ? How many times the scripture wrote, and he sneaked away. Somehow, the crowd still knew how he sneaked too. They came to him. Why don't you help me tell your neighbor? I hope you know you are Jesus Christ. Oh, it's not blasphemy. Just go to Psalm 82 verse 6. Jesus, speaking through David, said, ye are gods. In other words, you are like me. So I came to tell the gap both those in person and those online, you are not just meant to stand, you are meant to stand out. You are meant to be the one that says the crowd, this is where it's happening. And they all come. Why? Because the grace and glory you carry is resolute. It's settled. And then the third thing, and I round up, is that they are outstanding. <laughs> Jesus. 
They are mostly loners, like the Lone Star. They are never with the crowd. They, 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 they don't even go for things people go for. So when you see them, they refer to them as nutters. For people like that, loads of people hate them. People like that are the ones who make and take decisions the average, the mediocre will never want to face. You all are gone quiet. I used to think they are wicked. But somebody has to make the decision. So God says, I am God. I am a merciful father. I am kind. And I am all that we sing. He's also a consuming fire. He does not delight in the death of a sinner. But if you make a choice to be a sinner, he'll kill you. Don't get quiet on me now. It's just the truth. For you to get to this level, it means at the time of your strength, which is now, you are so confident to politely correct your parents. I'm one of them. My son will tell me when I'm done, you know, you know we, we parents, we, we can talk. We just go on and on. So he just stays there. Okay, dad, but once I hear the but, I knew. So, but you see, think about it this way. Don't you think if we do this, this will be better? Don't you think if you do this, this will be better? The question is how you do it. Because you see, we parents don't even know better. We also were learning as we were going on. With all the book on parenting they've, they've written, I found out every child is different. Every friend you have is different. Every interview you go to will be different. The people you meet are different. How do you learn to key all together without you losing yourself? That is what I came to tell you. You understanding your timing and season. But for you to walk in the fullness of this, your timing and season, you must also have a relation. You must have a relationship with the one who created the time and the season. In other words, if you do not have a relationship with him, you will simply live a frustrated life. You will grapple to it. Please, I'm not here to scare you. I'm not afraid. Let me tell you the truth. You might make it without Jesus. Is it okay to say it? My pastor, my mind. Because I read that the same sun that shines, shines both on the righteous and the unrighteous. The same rain that falls, falls on the righteous and so it means even the unrighteous will make it. But the scripture also said that they wither like flower. They wither like flower. I declare over your life, you will not wither. I say you will not go missing. You will not miss your mind. You will not lose your mind. But the key is in you being in Christ. He knows everything. He will guide and guard you. We parents will only give you all we think. It's still not the best. Because you see, we can only see that far. 
But he's up there. That's why he could say he will release his angels to go before you. And they're not just going before you. The scripture says they are making crooked paths straight before you. But that can only happen to somebody who has a relationship with him. Psalm 42 verse 1. Psalm chapter 42 verse 1. says, as the deer pants after the water brooks. In other words, as, as much as you can hunger and lust and thirst and chase after God. That is how much you would have of him. In other words, if you never stop, you remain standing. You become outstanding. And then you stand out. All head bow. All eyes closed. Are you here? And you are hurting from pains of the past. You feel deflated anytime you remember the person or the people who did anything to you. Whatever it is, you feel as if you've been disgraced, you've been humiliated. You feel as if um, you've been dehumanized. You feel as if they don't listen to you. I'm here to tell you but that there's a father who is all ears only because of you. And he asked me to tell you it's time to let go. Let go. Let him. And if you're here, you do not even have a relationship with him. This is your day. I came to tell you that the father said to tell you, if you can give your life, I will rise up and I will rejoice and I will applaud you because now you are back in me and my goal for you is to give you a hope and a future. So is there anybody here under the sound of my voice who do not have a relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ? All I need you to do is just lift up your hand. Let me see you. Just lift up your hand. Or you did have a relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ, but because of one character, one human being, you abandoned the ship. This is a beautiful day. A wonderful day to know your God. If you're such, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you and that's it. And so, Heavenly Father, I bring your sons and your daughters. This season is when their light is meant to shine brightest. Yes, your word says from glory to glory and it will be so for them. But this is where the vigor, the strength, the ability to do beyond their imagination, oh God. Lord, I ask that your light rest upon each and every one of them. I ask that your glory, your grace, your power amplify everything that concerns them. So that in the end, oh God, they'll come back testifying just like the disciples of Jesus did. Come back saying, and we did this and this happened. Let their lives be filled with testimonies in the name of Jesus. Let the grace, the glory, the power of you, oh God, exude and flow easily from them. Let miracles tend their path. Let signs and wonder be the daily life of living in the name of Jesus. As they have come and hungered and worshipped and dared to pant for you. So Lord, fill them with your grace and power. Let them do exploits for your kingdom. Let their lives be way better than that of their parents and doubly better than their pairs, oh God. Why? Because with their light shining, their pairs will come to you. This we have prayed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The Lord bless you all. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church podcast. We hope this message blessed you. 
If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations, we celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.